Welcome to the Feel Good News Podcast, a podcast created to highlight all the amazing things happening around the world. This is your host, Mike. And I'm your co-host, Linnea, and we'd like to invite you to hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much for joining us. Now let's get on to the show. All right, we're live. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the pilot episode for Feel Good News. Uh, I'm here. Well, first of all, I'm Mike Gonzalez, and I have my co-host here. Linnea Felton. Hi, guys. Morning or afternoon, whatever time it is you're at. Her voice is a little cracky. Sorry. <laughs> she's actually just recovering. So here's a your first ounce of good news. She's recovering <laughs> from pneumonia. Random. Most random thing. That's what I got for my birthday this year. Yay. Yeah, so so good news there. But uh, first off, I, I just want to uh, introduce the podcast. So I had an idea the other day. I was like, well, first of all, I I don't watch the news. And I kind of just get my news from podcasts and social media. I'm sure a lot of people, you know, people listening to this probably do the same. And uh, my thing with the news is that a lot of it is very negative, um, very, uh, it, it it tends to like build up these negative emotions in people and it incites fear and all that nasty stuff. And so just randomly the other day, I don't know where the idea came from, but I was just like, we should do a podcast that would be fun and that would just highlight good news that's happening around the world or in, in the U.S., but just something that's like, I don't know, that's makes people happy. And the other thing for me is I wanted to do a podcast um, with Linnea just to have a conversation and have fun because we're always bad. busy talking. We never really sit down and and have like long form conversations anymore. Mm. <laughs> Someone's always distracted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds like an unhealthy uh, way of living, but... Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's why I put this podcast together. I wanted to share some laughs and some happiness and uh, update everyone on the, the good things that are happening in the world because there, there are plenty of good things happening. Uh, I think it all comes down to perspective and how we choose to view uh, any situation that arises. Um, so yeah, so welcome to the pilot episode. Uh, this is the first episode. This is just going to be like a taste of what's to come and and it's also for us to get information to see if it's something that people actually want to listen to or would tune into and so yeah this is the the demo so yeah. welcome everyone um i so i basically i kind of outlined how i wanted this show to go down and it'd be nice to start out with like like a little gratitude thing like every show like what are you grateful for um and so we can, we'll start, but I do want to ask the question also to the listener, uh, just because it, it it gives you a moment to pause and just like reflect on maybe something that happened during the week or something that's happened this, at, you know, at the start of this year. But it's nice because I feel like it's not very often that we, we sit down and just think about that. So by me doing that over the podcast, I can force you while you're <laughs> while you're driving or working or wherever you're listening to this, I can get you to just like reflect on that quickly. So, um, Linnea, what are you grateful for? 
Well, it's interesting to think about now because I'm kind of hitting this time with my, you know, my, my witchy friends who might understand this with, you know, zodiac signs, things like that. My Saturn return where I'm almost turning 30 here. I just had a recent birthday and it's kind of this time of reflection and figuring out like, you know, what do I want my life to look like? Am I living my truth? Am I living my, my dream and my journey? And, and what kinds of things do I want to set for intentions for the new year? And so this year, just kind of reflecting on everything that's happened in the past year and, and what I want kind of going forward to set intentions for myself in that way, I guess I've really just understood or realized or recognized that I'm, I'm thankful for my team around me who mm-hmm. like can support me. And it's not just like my tribe, but it's also like the things that I know that I can't do by myself, I can call on others to help me through that. And I'm thankful to have people to help me out with that. It's kind of like a super broad thing, but it's just nice to kind of build up the people who can fill your cup up. So that's yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thankful for. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's good to be thankful for that. And my question would be like, how often do you thank them in person, your team? Like, yeah, I try to make it. Well, really, like my life outside of home is work, right? So I try to really be. <coughs> sorry, very mindful of thanking them at really every chance that I can get, even if it was something for something so silly, like, Hey, can you call this person for me? And can you put this into the bin or something like that? Like it's, I try to be really mindful of that because I know how much that means to people. And I have a couple people who are quite a bit younger, um, that work underneath me. And it's kind of just to pull them aside at I don't know, I try to do this like every month or a couple times a week that whatever, just to kind of say, hey, you're doing a good job and I appreciate you. You make my life a lot easier and without you, I would have a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. It's important to remember to, to, to give, um, gratitude where, how does that phrase go? It's like to give thanks where it's deserved or something. Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) I know what you're trying to say. I butchered the shit out of it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's important to, to recognize people that that play these roles in our lives to make our lives easier. Yeah. So that's great. Thanks. I like that. Thanks. Um for myself, I'd say for this week I, I'm super grateful uh for podcasts, mm. for podcasting in general. Um I uh you know, I have another podcast uh and yesterday I had a guest on and it was the first guest for that podcast. And it's just nice to have this, this type of, uh, uh, this type of, this form of content, you know, where you can just consume it and it's having a conversation with someone and being able to, to reach listeners out there and, and in a way that's just like, I don't know, it's, it's not, I feel like people just don't, and maybe it's just my, my perception of things but i feel like communication has changed a lot mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't really have one-on-one conversations anymore or as often you mm-hmm. know or like no one's really talking on the phone anymore like when we were growing up you know where we would call our friend your mom's her their your friend's mom would answer and then you'd ask her then then you just like stay on the phone all night just talking on the phone right i feel like um like i said i might be wrong but i f- 
personally, I feel like that's not happening as often. And so a lot of times it's through texting is how we communicate. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I'm just grateful for a, a platform like this where it's like, it's, it's still, it's still holding on to that old, like long format conversation. Like you're able to like, even though your friends don't want to talk to you on your phone, you could go pick up a podcast and, and listen to someone talk to you in your ear and, and, and join their conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And it's cool. Kind of watching you through that process too, because you, you have so many interests in life and so many things that you can gather a learning nugget, like something really cool that just, even if it's just for the week or just for like, oh, I have to tell that person that because they were mentioning they had trouble with this. You're such a, just such a good listener for things like that. No problem. And (laughs) um, you can apply it really easily too. And so it's, I feel like that's such an important part of your journey too is just learning from other people yeah yeah i agree guys now i'd like to ask you to take a moment and just reflect on something that you're grateful for and like i said if you're at home listening to this or if you're in the car or if you're just isolated you're not around people i'd say even just say it out loud to yourself you know speak them into into the air just what you're grateful for and and you can pause it um and just yeah it's just nice to take that moment and and thank the good things that are happening in your life so all right so let's get into so feel good news first of all it is uh like i said it's going to be news and for today i picked out uh, I think I have like five or six articles. Um, and so basically I hand select good news articles that I found on the internet. And Linnea doesn't have any clue what they are about. So I'm kind of just, I'm going to, what is it, direct a, direct this conversation and, and su- swerve in and out of the topics. So, um, so yeah, we'll just go through each article and we'll just have a good time, see what happens. Blind we'll react. The what? Blind react. Yeah, blind react. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the first article. Um, do you remember Bodie McBoatface? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, so Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Bo- Bodie McBoatface <laughs> is a why? <laughs> You're still laughing. Okay. Bodie McBoatface. I said it like fucking five <laughs> okay. times, like six times. We Move get it. Move on with it. <laughs> so it's a boat. It's an English boat <laughs> okay. uh, that it was entered into a contest, like a naming contest. Like so, people got to choose or vote for the name that they wanted, <laughs> so and, like, and like like these English people basically were like, "I think it'd be a great idea to let the public go out and name this boat." They changed their mind. And like, I don't remember. So like, this was old news. This Mm -hmm. was from, I don't know. It happened maybe like last year or something like that. (laughs) And like, I know, I know there was a bunch that were like hilarious. (laughs) Like super (laughs) funny. Bodie McBoatface (laughs) was the one that took the cake. I love it. But, um, but anyway, so (laughs) this week, uh, and just to, just to know, I am covering news that happened within the week, uh, before like so i'm I'm planning on 
on releasing these podcasts on Sundays. So you'll be hearing news from, you know, Monday up until that Sunday, basically. So like anything that happened within the last week, you'll be hearing about. Uh, So anyways, so Scotland held a public drive to name more than 50 (laughs) plow trucks, (laughs) plowing trucks, plowing trucks. Um, And so I was going to ask you, some of these are funny. There's only one that I want to mention because it like took the cake. Um, But what would you name a snow plow? A snow plow. Okay. So like this was part of my regular everyday living on the East Coast. Is we just would wake up to snow plows. So I'm trying to picture them in my head because I haven't seen them in a while. Mm. I don't know. And so I feel like it, they're all going to be super punny, and it's just one of those things where you're like, name a person, and then then you can't think of a person. So it's like one of those things in my <laughs> brain right now. <laughs> so so I'll go ahead and say so one of them is a. Uh, and this isn't, I'm going to leave the top one for last, but this one's kind of cool. It, it's snowshilly distance. That's so cute. <laughs> and um, uh, where's the other one? Hold on. Let me get it. They got Sleetwood Mac. Oh my gosh. Stop. But my all time favorite was uh, You're a Blizzard Harry. <laughs> <laughs> so that was freaking hilarious. So that was the top one, but they have to name 50 and a lot of these are super 50, clever. Jeez. Um, like one of them was Salt Disney. I love that. And I feel like they're going to do something with Frozen. Did they do something with Frozen? No, I, I didn't see anything on Frozen, but mm-hmm. they also have, there was, so there was two Harry Potter ones. One, the other one was called Lord Coldemort, <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's, it's cool to, to have, it's, it's funny cause when it happened to Bodie McBoatface, everyone hated what, like I guess the company was upset, right? Mm-hmm. Like they were like, I don't know. They were trying to like not use that name. I think they were right. trying to run around. And I don't even know. I should look up and see if if they even actually use that name. But what's funny is like initially when this happened, it was like the public was having fun with it. Yeah. They got mad. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, now it's just like, let's have fun with it. Yeah. You know, and it's, I don't know. It's just cool to see companies kind of start doing that. That's really cool. People are so creative. Yeah, ridiculously Bodie creative. Bodie face. That's so hilarious. That so will never not be funny. Which one? Bodie McBoat Oh, I know. <laughs> um, so that was article number one. I love that. Clap, clap, clap. Um, The next article I have here. What am I drinking some tea? Um, <clears throat> So did you hear about the rover landing on Mars? Yes. So that happened last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the exact date, but uh, apparently that's the fifth American rover to land on Mars. Wow, really cool, right? Yeah. Um, and so NASA released the first ever. Um, you know what I need? I need like a little applause machi- machine. Yeah. So like oh. when I say so I need a audio, <coughs> an audio or a soundboard or whatever. Yeah. Um. So on Sunday, NASA released the first ever audio recordings of Mars. Dang. So now we have like sound of of Mars. Is it like super windy? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might be all you hear. It's wind sounds from Mars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a nice like bedtime it's sound. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the 
most disgusting wing sounds. <laughs> just creepy. And there's like a rock that hits it and everyone gets scared. And then it's just more. Creepy old man breath. <laughs> super hot. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, freaking the fifth rover on Mars. That's crazy. That's nuts. And, uh, when was the first one? Do you know? I don't remember. Mm. But I know like the one that I do remember was Curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um which was like the most popular. And I don't remember why. I think it, it was just really, I think it was because the technology had improved a lot. Yeah. Um, but this one is even more advanced. And uh, I'm trying to find the name of it. I think it was, uh, no, okay. So this one's even more, I don't know the name of it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I was trying to look for it, but I couldn't find it. Um, so this one's even more advanced. So they actually have, they're putting um, a drone on it or a helicopter mm-hmm. and the helicopter's name's ingenuity mm-hmm. um so like that's how advanced it is it's like they're basically like trying to run all these technological and functional tests with with the rover mm-hmm. um to see you know what's capable on mars so like that helicopter there is going to study like what liftoff is like mm. in mars because apparently the air is super thin yeah and so you need a lot of thrust in order to even get off the ground over mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. um and i had seen some videos where they were flying a drone in like this pressurized cabin like like that would simulate the atmosphere and in mars mm-hmm. but it's just interesting i think like <clears throat> like we have helicopters here and planes here and like none of our stuff would work in mars no so it, it's just it's kind of it's kind of really cool about. yeah and so um uh so basically, you know, like I said, I think a large part of everything that they wanted to test was done in the initial launch of it landing. So like when it landed was like uh, one of the guys that worked for NASA described it as like uh, uh, the seven minutes of terror because it was like oh. that's how long it took to land. But it, yeah, the, a lot of the technology on it for landing was like new. And mm-hmm. so it was like ugh, everyone was holding their breath. Right. But obviously it landed and it made it OK. Um, and with that landing and with the the ingenuity the helicopter that's attached uh once that that helicopter takes off like for its first flight it would have done uh over 90 percent of the project's goals wow so yeah so which is cool so then after that it's just like they probably keep flying it and then maybe get some more samples but yeah that's some some good news i have a question what's up do you think that they're landing and i'm i'm sure that this is hard to predict but like do you think they're landing in the same spot Ooh, i don't know because like i wonder if different spots have different air pressure i mean that's kind of a stupid way of phrasing <laughs> that but <laughs> no i think like uh, different climate and things like that um yeah i'm not sure there, mean, there's, no weather, there's no weather there's no weather i think it's it's a lot of it's like sandstorms and mm-hmm. stuff like that um <laughs> yeah exactly some g- grandpa wind um but uh yeah i'm not sure how they calculate like where it's gonna land because yeah. i kn- i do remember in the past reading that uh they were trying to avoid something that was gonna be in the area that it was mm-hmm. gonna land for mm-hmm. the last rover or something mm-hmm. like that but it was something that they had left there from yeah. the last launch or yeah, something. yeah yeah so it i'm sure they i mean I'm sure they have all that stuff dialed into where they can put it down exactly where they need it. Yeah, but then also, like, I wonder, I mean, I guess if they have no weather, maybe it wouldn't be as big of a deal. But, like, if the 
spot that they land on the planet would have any impact on the functioning oh. of their testing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, that's just something we probably have to look at. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about weather, though, a uh, cool fact, temperatures dip as low as negative 130 degrees Fahrenheit. Chilly. So okay. a lot of the technology on all the equipment there has to withstand Anti-freeze that. Anti-freeze to the max. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, I and thinking about batteries and stuff, like, they're under a lot of of pressure, you know, yeah. like, it, a lot of uh, factors to, to maintain a charge and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's cool. Negative 130. Damn. You just freeze instantly. I wonder how fast you'd get hypothermia in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, your lungs would freeze. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And your eyes. Your eye. Ooh. Ew. Yeah, you can't. You no. can't do that. Don't don't go there, guys. Don't walk on Mars, yeah. guys. All right. So, next article here. Um, not as exciting, but still good news. Okay. Uh. So, and this is this is like maybe really si- like s- there's more science in this one, um, but so we know shipping. Con- so is everyone familiar with shipping containers? I mean, I like know. ship ship cargo ships yeah 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 so there's hundreds of thousands of them that that basically here I, actually let me look it up because i'm actually curious about this i want to see how many cargo ships are in the ocean at once sometimes i think about the boats in the ocean and it's really crazy like like we still need them you know like with all the all the technology that we have we still need those boats yeah um so there's 53,732 oh ships gosh. in the world's merchant fleets. <coughs> which is quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I was at, you know what? I was actually watching a um uh it was like a little clip of a You're talking about the whale? Yes, yeah. but it <laughs> I don't want it to be sad. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but we'll just say it was just a simulation talking about how many ships there are in this i forget what body of water it was um that showed like i don't even it's probably like a 24-hour period or something showing how fast and how many boats there were in yeah this body like, of water going back and forth so basically a well it was like a picture like a computer screen radar and it's tracking all the ships that are you know f- floating or, or traveling in, in this harbor, that a, kind of deal. this yeah. area of, or body of water and there was a whale that was so all the ships are yellow and the whale was blue dot and it it did it in like hyperspeed like fast forward you know times two speed or something like that and it showed how often the whale would have to like maneuver through all these ships and it was very interesting to see but so so we know like that's we know there's a ton of ships in these ports and you know in the ocean in general um but the good news is that they're actually, this article here talks about how um, they're moving to e-methanol. Hmm. So uh, the largest shipment contain carrier has announced that it's in just two years' time, it will be putting a little more green into deep blue sea mm-hmm. by going carbon neutral. Awesome. So they're going to transition from, I, I think they use diesel right now, but they're going to transition from using diesel to methanol or wow. e-methanol. Yeah. 
And so I, I looked into it and e-methanol is, so here, I'll give you a little, so petroleum based fuels such as uh, bunker oil and LNG, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, methanol comprises only one type of molecule and that's CH3OH. Mm -hmm. uh, this means that methanol, when burned just like its close rel relative ethanol, produces virtually no sulfur or particulates and only emits low levels of nitrogen oxide. Mm -hmm. uh, and so this form of gas is going to replace diesel That's awesome. Uh, in the shipping containers, which diesel we know emits carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm. or Yeah, carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what's cool is, so the... The methanol is, uh, it's water. So the water is split into hydrogen and oxygen with the aid of electricity from wind and hydropower. The hydrogen is then combined with carbon dioxide from the paper industry to form methanol. Uh, to distinguish the end, the end product from conventionally produced methanol, it's called E-methanol, where E stands for electricity used in production. Wow. So, yeah, it's really cool. So they're using basically water, electricity, and then some compounds to create that that gas. So it's way more green. Totally. Um, and it emits less less carbon. Wow. So cool. Yeah. So that was uh, something interesting that I found. Uh, and then one of the facts here was uh, to succeed in bringing shipping emissions down, which in 2014 sat at 961 million tons of CO2, and CO2 equivalents, that's about 3% of the world's inventory. So that's how much the ships were emitting. Wow. Uh, but they suspect um, uh, that it should be dropping within the next couple of years. And right now, so emissions on key shipping routes from Asia to India and from Asia to Mediterranean have fallen 12%. Hmm. So there's already some ships that had started implementing like clean clean uh fuels that's a big deal 12%. and so mm. yeah like the emissions in certain areas have dropped pretty dramatically yeah. so 12 percent that's pretty crazy mm -hmm. um and even in in 2010 they saw an increase in like the the amount of shipping containers uh, and even with that increase uh there was still an 8.1 percent reduction in co2 emissions uh, and a 10.2 percent reduction in sulfur dioxide so in general, I, I feel like these emissions are going down even right. with the uptake. So that's good news. You know, save the save the turtles. Yeah. Um, oh, and the other thing that's cool. If, say, a cargo ship goes down, mm -hmm. apparently that fuel, because it's water, it's water-based, um, will actually, like, disintegrate wow. easier yeah. in the water. Yeah. So it's, it's like, broken down a lot easier than, than uh, petrol. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's also cool. Hmm. Yeah, green. Um, all right. So I think this will probably be the the last. How many did I do? I don't even remember. Three. We did three. Okay. Well, we can do this one. Four, three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is the last article. It's a good one, though. Uh, a lot of the good news that I've found has to do with uh, with animals, mm -hmm. which is nice because animals always make people smile. Yeah. Um, and this one here. Well, first off, let me ask you: Do you like koalas? 
They're feisty little bastards. I I don't think I've hung out with one before, but I like the concept of them. Yeah, I haven't either. Mm -hmm. Do you know any? You haven't really. I've never even being at the zoo. Yeah, no. Weird. I've never hung out with koala. I don't even know. I don't even know if the San Antonio Zoo has koalas. Interesting. I mean, they might. Do you have any koala packs? No. None. Zero. I just think they're cute. Uh, let me see. Off the top of my head, without googling. Uh, koalas are marsupials, mm-hmm. meaning they're not mammals or reptiles. They're in between, which means, no, wait. Yeah, which means they basically don't lay eggs or give live birth. Oh. But they, um, I'm pretty, right? Hold they on. Have let a, me, they have let me a make sure. kangaroo um, situation. I thought they did, right? Yeah, they're like, they make pouch babies. Mm-hmm. Pouch babies. Pouch babies. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. Here we go. Yeah, so koalas are definitely marsupials. Um, and for those of you that don't know what a marsupial is, uh, so it's a mammal of an order whose members are born incompletely developed and are typically carried and suckled in a pouch on the mother's belly. So, and here's another cool fact is Australia's home to the most marsupials mm. in the world. Like that, that's where we basically see all of the marsupials. Yeah. Um, Dang. <clears throat> Which is weird, right? Like super weird. That evolved that way. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you think about that continent, they can't swim, right? Can they swim? I don't know. So then they could could they get to other countries to mate? Yeah, I mean it's kind of far. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty far out there. Mm-hmm. I'm only. I mean, my only fact is that they eat bamboo. That's all I've seen. Koalas don't eat bamboo. They don't. They're um, herbivores. Yeah, but they don't eat, they eat, um, it's a poisonous leaf. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to add to your, your point about, huh? Pandas do that. Pandas eat bamboo. Yes, yes, yes. That's panda. Um, but to add to your point about Australia being in the middle of nowhere, just think about like how that that area of land like all the animals just got stuck on it when it broke off like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> like that's how it got there and then they just like did their own thing for yeah. years and years mm-hmm. and evolved into like something just like the kangaroos now are just like i think some of the crazy. world's deadliest animals are in australia 100%. like australia is yeah. like a badass yeah it, everything there is trying to kill you well africa is pretty bad too but australia is different yeah Australia's hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to look up? Oh, what type of food uh, koalas eat? <coughs> we haven't even got into the article yet, know, but th- this is just cool. Yeah, see, I knew it. It's u- eucalyptus leaves. Oh. So they eat eucalyptus leaves. Um, and I'm pretty sure those are, yeah, those are poisonous. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Oh. What? You're I was just looking what they oh, look you're like. looking it up too. I was looking what they look like. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen them, the eucalyptus before. So yeah, eucalyptus leaves are poisonous to most animals and humans. So not only do fucking koalas uh make babies in a pouch, they eat poisonous leaves. Like come at me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and apparently they're super feisty. Mm. They're like pretty aggressive. Mm. Uh, but. Here, let's get into the article. So, 
the koala here, the article that I have here, is about a koala named Triumph. What is it called? Triumph. Oh, cute. And uh, he had a little baby stump leg. Oh. Uh, and it was a birth defect. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, he was unable to to really like walk around. Oh my gosh, I'm already so happy about the ending <laughs> of the story. <laughs> and he uh, he was having str- uh, trouble walking around and getting places and playing with his friends. And so the this woman at this uh, ko- koala center, because he's at this place called Friends of the Koala, mm-hmm. which is I'm. Um, um, uh, I haven't looked into it, but it sounds like it's probably a sanctuary or a rescue center. Uh-huh. Um, and so this woman went on uh, a uh, like a little journey to mm-hmm. figure out how she could get a prosthetic made. Mm-hmm. And so she was looking for all these people to make prosthetics. She even found a company in America that she tried working with. And they they had a couple attempts, but they failed. Like they could not put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one day she uh, she found... A dental prosthesis oh or prosthetist i forget let me see how do you say it pros prosthetist mm-hmm. it's weird yeah i thought it was prosthesis well that's what the that's what the actual pro yeah, yeah yeah so she found a dental prosthetist and asked like hey can you do this mm-hmm. and so lucky enough he was able to do it and so he created a little prosthesis for this koala. Mm-hmm. And let me show you a picture of what he looks like. Oh, my gosh. And, guys, sorry I don't have. Oh, he's so handsome. You see his little stump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the dentist went ahead and put something together. And he was able to give wow. them this tiny. Uh, guys, and I know you can't see it, but I'll try to describe it as best as I can. It's a tiny picture like um, it almost looks like basketball material. Mm-hmm. It's all orange, uh, and it it looks like a so it's like rubbery. It almost looks like to me a terracotta pot with feet on with toes on it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Here, there's a here's a better picture. So yeah, it's like a a circular. Like if a basketball was cut wow. on one side and it was wrapped around his little, uh, his little nub. Yeah. And then at the top of it's Velcro to like strap it in. But the cool thing is, so they, they this pr- this dental prosthetist did this. Um, and now the koala is able to crawl, run, climb, and he plays. That's so nice. Uh, and the other benefit of it is the boot actually corrected dangerous curvature that was developing in his spine. Wow. And so... For those of you tuning in, a, a lot of times what happens when, uh, so when animals don't have a limb, uh, they have to compensate to balance their weight. And so they put extra weight onto the other three limbs or, you know, if, or even humans, like when they lose leg and they're trying to like, they have like a, like even a, like a, what is it? Like a prosthetic leg. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, it can actually ruin the curvature of your spine because the weight is being shifted towards the other side of your body. And so that will, that's what was happening with this koala. But now he has this prosthetic that a dentist out that's of everyone so cool. <laughs> who could make a prosthetic, mm-hmm. uh, he was the one that was able to come up with it. Hmm. And so they asked him at the end of the, at the end of the arc or there, you know, would you start making prosthetics for other 
animals and so he's like uh, he wants to stick working with humans That's but funny. it's just really nice to see that you know someone go out of his field and yeah profession. like use his his knowledge and his specialty to help in a different way that's really awesome yeah it's super awesome um i feel like that's yeah i mean that's basically all the articles that i had uh i do have um <coughs> there was another article that i found about uh plastic uh so there was a new plant-based plastic that can be chemically recycled with near perfect efficiency. So apparently plastic is is uh they're doing a lot of research on things to to become more biodegradable. Mm-hmm. So I guess the like I don't want to get too into this article but basically the last good news would be that, you know, just like the the e-methanol these industries are starting to look into sustainable biodegradable resources um and so yeah this other article i saw was it was plastic they're trying to to find uh chemicals that are easier to break down mm-hmm. they're adding like certain carbon chains within its structure that is like the weak link to help it break down in mm-hmm. in, in soil or whatever but uh so yeah i think that's that's basically all of the the news for today and that finishes the the first ever feel good news podcast do you have anything you'd like to add this is fun what a way to end or start the week on just a cool note just to say hey this is some cool stuff that we're doing and a lot of this comes from our interest too with like environmental and animals and funny stuff and i like that yeah cool. yeah they're just doing just doing it to have a good time basically mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like um, obviously this is the first one, so as long as we keep doing it and we'll have better articles, we'll be more prepared and it'll just get f- more and more fun. But uh, I want to, I definitely wanted to have like this pilot and try it and see how it was. And I, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like this was actually really fun. Yeah. Um, so guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please let me know, let us know. Uh, cause that way, you know, it just, it reassures us that it's something that people would, would love to tune into. And, and so it gives us that motivation of like, yeah, let's pump out some more episodes. Cause this is, this is fun. Like I, I really enjoy it. Um, and also if you have articles, this is cool. Mm-hmm. If you have articles you want to submit, um, send them in yeah. and I will put all of the, I'll put the email to the podcast in the description of the podcast so you can access it there. And then I'll even add the links to social media accounts. So you can either DM me or, um, you know, whatever you need to do, just reach me through social media. But yeah, if you have articles that, that you thought were really cool um, during the week, so like we're going into next week. So I'm going to be, for the next episode, I'm going to be collecting all the good news things that are happening in that week. Uh, so if something comes up that really stands out to you and you're like, wow, this would be cool to, to have them t- chat about, send it in because because I can completely, I'll give you a shout out and we can go over the article on the podcast and it'll just be fun. Um, So yeah, cool. Thanks for joining guys. Thank you so much for tuning in guys. And uh, if you like what you heard, give us a follow and we will see you next week. Have a good week guys. Have a good week guys.
guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you have an article you'd like to submit, you can find our contact information in the description. Can't wait to chat again next week. Bye, guys.